Your Creativity, Episode 67. Today's show kicks off a 12-part series about wealth, writing, and your money mindset. Each week, I'll be talking about Jeff Gwynne's book, Real Artists Don't Starve. I'm Elizabeth Johnston, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. Welcome to the Own Your Creativity podcast. This is the place where it all starts, where you begin taking your place in the world, where you say, enough is enough. It's time for me because you know that the more you reclaim and express your creativity, the more you can live the life you were meant to. That's my mission, to provide you with a place to get inspired to own your creativity. Since we were last together, 41 new Podbean followers have joined the Own Your Creativity community. Welcome. I'd love to get to know you better, so why not join us in the Facebook group of the same name? You can get there using this link, bit.ly forward slash OYC group. I am going to talk about something that I posted about in the group already today, which was a question about uh, starving artists and that whole myth. It was inspired by a book, and I'm going to actually read you an excerpt of something from that book. And it also inspired me to do something a little bit different with the group. And so um, if you're listening, please let me know. Hit that like button or send me a heart. We've got to train the algorithms on Google to listen up when uh, we're posting here in the Own Your Creativity group. And uh, we need your help to do that. So uh, it's also nice to know who's listening and uh, just so I can say hello to you. And if you have any comments or questions, definitely put them there below. And uh, yeah, so you'll probably have noticed that I put up a new banner for our group and I'm going to explain that in a minute. But uh, I really do want you to engage. Um, you know, we join Facebook groups because we're looking for community, and we have a community here at Writers, and uh, I really am looking forward to more engagement in the group, and, uh, and I hope that the changes that I've made will facilitate that because being a writer is a lonely enterprise sometimes, and uh, I think that what's really important to realize about being a writer and about being an artist in general is that you don't do it just for yourself, right? No one person is an island unto themselves, is self-sufficient unto themselves. We usually create art because it's a part of a dialogue, it's part of some kind of communication that we want to engage in with others, a conversation that we want to start through through our artwork and through our words. And so if we want people to pay attention to our words, um, we have to pay attention to them too. You know, it's like a two-way street. So I want you to get a lot of good stuff out of the group, and, uh, and that's going to happen 
when you engage and participate. And we've already seen that happening with people in the five-day writing challenge. I'm really pleased that people are showing up for their writing. And as I advocate in the writing challenges is to just set your timer for five minutes and write on the topic. Uh, you know, we're not expecting you to write, um, you know, amazing odes uh, that, you know, are for 300 pages all in five minutes. It's just to kickstart your writing. That is what the whole writing challenge is about. And so I encourage you to just do that. You'll actually see that things are accomplished with one step. You know, like big, big things can be accomplished only. That's the only way that they can be accomplished is in taking baby steps, taking one word at a time. And, you know, if you thought about it, and if you wrote 250 words a day, that would be thousands and thousands of words uh, at the end of a year, you know. And uh, so I really encourage you to, um, you know, take the prompts. And if you don't want to post in our group, that's fine. You can just do it in your in your journal. But if you're doing that, I really love to, to know that. Either, you know, say it in the group or send me a private message. I'd love to know that you're actually getting some value out of the uh, the prompts that I put up there for you. Okay, so as I said before, um, if you've hopped on to the live uh, broadcast here, uh, say hello in the comments, hit the like button, give me a heart, and uh, if you're watching it afterwards, do the same. Post it that you've uh, caught it, give me a comment, Give me a like, give me a heart. It's always great to know that there's people on the other side there uh, listening and engaging. So, okay. So as I said, I was inspired by a book that I've been reading to change things up a little bit in the group. And that's why I created that new banner for our group, if you look at it. Um, it says Motor Mondays, Wealth Wednesdays, and Fuel Fridays. And I've got a picture of a red convertible Jaguar because this is a, a car that I aspire to having one day. And so I just thought I'd put that up there as uh, an inspiration. So I was thinking about um, doing more Facebook Lives in the group, specifically for our community. And I thought that I would do that around uh, these three themes. And you'll see motor wealth and fuel all have something to do with that red car. And uh, and so specifically, though, uh, Wednesday is today and Wealth Wednesday. So that was inspired by this book here. I don't know if any of you have got this book yet. It's by Jeff Goines, and it says, uh, Real Artists Don't Starve. And um, Timeless Strategies for Thriving in the New Creative Age. So I, how many of you actually believe that, that, you know, artists really are not meant to be extraordinarily wealthy or that, that you'll starve or you just won't make a lot of money from your quote unquote art or from your writing? Um, and I, you know, how many of you have parents who steered you away from studying something at university or at school that was in the creative arts. I'd really like to hear from you. How many of you had that experience where your parents said, oh, you have to do something sensible, make sure that you can get a job, be a doctor or an accountant or an engineer or something, and what you really wanted to do was be a dancer or be a writer. 
How many of you had that story growing up? Um, I'd really like to hear from you because I think that that's a really important step for us to start changing our mindset because as this book attests to and as many people out there attest to, we don't necessarily have to starve if we want to be writers or artists and that, um, that there are ways that we can make it work for us. But of course, the first step in making it work for us is actually a believe, um, recognize that you have those belief systems, that mindset that artists actually aren't successful. And that I think that's the first step, right, is to admit that we have those limiting beliefs. And it's only after we admit that we have those limiting beliefs that we can start to choose things differently, start to choose different actions in our lives to bring about the kind of life that we want. And I'm not saying that, oh, if you change your, your limiting beliefs that all of a sudden you'll be an instant multimillionaire. Um, maybe, maybe you won't ever have a huge amount of money, but maybe you'll actually be able to survive in a really comfortable way, not survive, but thrive in a really comfortable way from the fruits of your creative labors. So I'd really like to hear comments from you. As I said, if you, if you're joining me live, um, you know, post a comment, just say hello. Um, and if you're watching this afterwards, post a comment if you can relate to having been exposed to this kind of idea that artists are destined to, to starve. Maybe your parents um, suggested that when you're growing up, or maybe you just didn't believe somehow that that would be possible for you, or maybe you tried and you weren't successful. And so, you know, po post a comment below so that we can get the dialogue going about this. So, I want to read uh, a section here, uh, but a couple of pages from this book because I think this is just so apropos to what I've been thinking about lately and, and this myth. And so this is from his introduction and uh, the title of the introduction is Myth of the Starving Artist. So he was talking to a professor in doing the research for this book that he's written here and um, and so I'll pick up uh, at that point. With a PhD from Harvard, Professor Hatfield had begun his career at Yale in 1966 before moving to Syracuse University in 1971. And in all that time of teaching art history, he had never encountered anything like this. This meaning the research that he, this art professor, was doing. What he found in those records was not what you would expect to find digging around in the bank account of an artist, even one whose fame would grow with each passing century. Quote, I don't know how much you know about Michelangelo, he told me, but usually they taught us that, that he kind of struggled like Vincent van Gogh. For centuries, this is what historians believed about the great Renaissance master. He was just another starving artist struggling to make ends meet. Michelangelo himself embraced this image, living frugally and often complaining about money. In fact, he once wrote in a poem that his art had left him, quote, poor, old, and working as a servant of others. 
but it turns out he wasn't telling the truth. When Professor Hatfield dug into those old bank records, the truth about the Renaissance's most famous artist was finally revealed. He was not struggling at all, and he was not poor. And he was not starving for his art. In fact, we have been getting it wrong ever since. Michelangelo was actually very rich. One record showed a balance of hundreds of thousands of dollars, a rare sum of money for an artist at that time. When the professor saw those figures, he forgot all about the Sistine Chapel, which is where these records were. With his curiosity piqued, he went to see if there were more bank records, and there were more, many more. In the end, Professor Hatfield uncovered a fortune worth roughly $47 million today, making Michelangelo the richest artist of the Renaissance. $47 million, the equivalent of. And to this day, this is a story that surprises us. We are accustomed to a certain story about artists, one that says they are barely getting by. But Michelangelo did not suffer or starve for his work. A multimillionaire and successful entrepreneur, he was, in the words of one journalist, a pivotal figure in the transition of creative geniuses from people regarded and paid as craftspeople to people accorded a different level of treatment and compensation. In other words, the master sculptor and painter wasn't just some art school dropout struggling for his art. He was a rainmaker. So that was an excerpt from Real Artists Don't Starve by Jeff Goines. And um, so I was so inspired by that that I thought, okay, we've got to switch our mindsets. I know that there are a lot of people here in this group who want to see a success with their writing. And, uh, and you know, if you have um, a certain measure of success, I would love to hear from you. You know, what, have you, what is it that you've been doing with your writing, with your, uh, your book that has afforded you that success? We'd love to learn from each other in the group. And so tell us, um, what's your success and, and how have you achieved it? That would be really wonderful if you shared that with us. And so that's what the theme of the Wednesday podcast, uh, Wednesday live, um, live posts that I'm going to be doing on a weekly basis here in our group. And uh, that's the theme. And uh, to start us off on that theme, what I thought I would do is share a little bit of this book each week until I'm finished it. And then who knows what will happen. Right? Let's see how it goes. This is an experiment. And so, um, on Fridays, we're going, it's fuel. So, it's about what inspires us. And I'm going to talk more about that on Friday. So, you can get a sense of what we're doing on the Fridays. Monday, it's going to be Motor Mondays. And this is all about how do we propose to get from where we are now to where we want to be right? How are we going to drive there? What's our map? What's our plan? How are we going to create that and map out that journey? So Motor Mondays, Wealth Wednesdays, and Fuel Fridays. I'm really excited about this, um, this new 
direction and I hope you are too and I really really want to hear from you I want to hear what you have to say I want to hear your thoughts on the topic and let's get a conversation going let's help each other with our writing dreams because we want to go forward with them and we need to take action we need to take steps so let this be your first step to getting back on track with your writing goals so have a wonderful Wednesday and I will see you on Friday. And don't forget to join the Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash OYC group. Until next time, own your creativity so that you think, feel, and do better in your personal and professional life.